Hello, everyone. This is Sonata Allison, and you're listening to episode 39 of the Prayer Love Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. So as you guys can see, we are talking about um, Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day, whatever you call it. Honestly, I wasn't really going to do an episode about this because this day doesn't mean much to me. Never has. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Um, but my roommate gave me the idea and I'm like, you know what, let me just go ahead and, and do it. So I got some friends together and we talked about just different aspects of Valentine's Day, um, dating, um, also because it is uh, February, we talked a little bit about being black women who are dating. Um, so yeah, hope you guys enjoy this. Um, and you just kind of, if you're single, you can identify with us. If not, I just hope you enjoy the episode because we have some laughs in it throughout. So, all right, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. Can I come um, am I here by myself? <laughs> so, yes, as you guys can see, we are talking about singleness, Valentine's Day, all the things. Um, I have my friend Corindy here, Sydney, Crystal. Um, how do I know you guys? YBC, Young Black Christian Group Young on Black Facebook. Young Black Christian. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> tell me a little about. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, it's literally young, black, and Christian. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, I joined this group. I don't know when I did this. Maybe last summer, I think. Was it this? No, we're literally in 2022. So yeah, it was last summer. I joined the group. I don't know. I was just looking for young, black Christians um, in my area. And I found this group. And then I think I said to people like, oh, I don't know nobody in Orlando. I wish... Like, I appreciate this group, but I wish there was more people in Orlando. And I think Sydney reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And then we all had a meet up. And now we're friends. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that part. All right, cool. No, I wasn't. The meet up that you, yeah, you missed that one. Yeah, like, I did. Karindi was high key dodging me for about <laughs> six months. So That's not true. I was working. <laughs> I was working. I was like last month. So. That's so, funny. That's so cool. Look at God. Yay. So, I don't know if Yay. you call it like a chapter in Orlando or how that works, but there's like different chapters. I don't know. That sounds like a sorority or fraternity, but I was about to say, like, okay, sorority. <laughs> there's different groups in <laughs> different groups in different areas of America. So if you guys want to join YBC, you can do that. Um, maybe I'll leave a link to it in the description. And maybe you can have meetups in your community, in your area. So Yes, that is how I know all these humans. So as you guys may or may not know, I always ask people a question when they come on the podcast. And it, it is, if you were to explain or if there was only one characteristic you can say you're most grateful for within the Trinity, Christ, what would that characteristic be? So some people have said, like, I'm grateful for his grace, grateful for patience, grateful for um, love. What would you say, like, the one thing that you has been more most evident in your life you can start currently oh i'd say i'm grateful most grateful for his unconditional love Mm -hmm. um just to know that i can mess up however many times no matter how bad it is and he still loves me 
is special, though, his love. Amen. Yeah. Whoever else wants to go next. Um, I would have to say his grace, um, the fact that God gives us so much grace time after time, and he always has his arms open, ready to accept us, um, no matter how many times we fail and try to get it together. So definitely by far his grace is the most important for me. It's good. I would say like, um, I guess be like his vastness of like um, creativity and his mind and just everything we get to see and do opportunities that I would have never even thought of um something I'm really grateful for yeah that's a really unique one that's really cool for sure so basically like <clears throat> yeah like his, him being so creative and then creating us being creative and then also things being created because we're creative through our creator creator mm -hmm. so yeah that's good <laughs> that's a, that's a new one no one said that before so good stuff Alrighty, so let's go around and talk to people like who's all single in here who's all single <laughs> raise your hand yeah me too <laughs> so just tell the people your ages maybe some maybe someone might watch them be like oh snap who's that you know what i'm saying tell, me, tell the people how old you are <laughs> just so they know so, I just had a birthday um, a day or so ago. I'm 28 now. You sure did. Where'd you go for that birthday? Punta Cana. I had a girl strip. Like, Valentine's Day themed since um, none of us will <laughs> most likely be <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> okay, okay. But not Crystal. funny. <laughs> Crystal, for the men, oh. how old are you? I'm Crystal, 28 years old. Um, soon about to be 29 in, the, in another month. Yeah. Is there any fun facts you guys want to tell the people? Like, what do you think he should know about you? I feel like I'm matchmaking right now. No? No fun facts? I know this is on the, on the spot. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely on the spot. I don't know. So, Sydney, any fun facts? Oh, um, yeah. I think I'm like a balance between a scholar and an artist. So... I like that in one, you know. I like okay. to handle business, but I like to have fun. Okay, Scott. Okay, Scott, I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Crystal? Um, I'm an aspiring actress. I didn't know that. Me neither. Okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lit. Hey, I've always wanted to be an extra in a movie. I don't even need to be main character. You know what I'm saying I could be holding a, a plate. I'm gonna be like this. That's gonna be it for me. I don't need anything more. I don't need anything more. So but you, you're going places, I'm sure. All right, Karindi, tell the people about you. Well, I'm 30. Fun fact about me, I like to be flewed out. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> flew her out. <laughs> I could not. I could not. Fun fact about me, um, I don't know. I have a sense of humor. I like to go to the gym. Um, okay. I love okay. to try new restaurants. Hmm. <laughs> she likes new restaurants and being flued out. I promise y'all, she is not. She is not shallow. I promise. I'm not a material girl. <laughs> material girl. Okay, let's focus. Let's focus. Okay, so as you guys know, this is gonna be you know the day after Valentine's Day. Um, what individually? What's like your relationship with February fourteenth? Don't have one. <laughs> never met her. <laughs> um, for example, myself, I literally have never 
because I haven't really been in a uh, real relationship, February 14th is the same day as the 15th and the 16th. Like, it just comes and goes. It's just a day to me. I don't really have too much emotional attachment to the day when it comes. I'm not really sad. Um, you know, when you be scrolling through, I honestly be staying off Instagram. Last year, I, I knew that I knew better than to be on Instagram <laughs> on that day. Um, but it doesn't like kill me in my own space when I'm off of Instagram. So, what is it like for you guys? I kind of feel indifferent about it. I guess it's not like something I really get excited about, or not really like sad or. But like you said, I definitely avoid social media. Um, during that time because it can become a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not like it's, I, I, I hate to say it, it's kind of like an, another day. Or if I do like, oh, I do want to do a gift, I'll do like something with my mom or my sister and mm-hmm. give them a little gift and something like that. Cute, cute. What about you, Sydney? Um, I like it. So even though most of the Valentine's days I've had have been single, so I'm not really doing celebrating but i like all the sappy like cutesy stuff so mm-hmm. even if it's not me on instagram <laughs> and all of that stuff. oh wow the couple um the couple of valentine's days i did have in relationships didn't go well so not particularly exciting there but i still like the whole <laughs> idea wow you're better than me <laughs> <laughs> you're better than I because uh, I have to be off the off Instagram. But that did remind me when you said that, Crystal, my aunt was actually my Valentine for like a couple of years when I was in college because I didn't have any money. Um, <laughs> so she would <laughs> send me a box of like all these. <laughs> love that. She stopped doing that. So that's kind of sad. But I need to go ahead and text her real quick. <laughs> um, OK, cool. So what has it been like for you guys? Like what is your experience of like dating been? lately how much time do we have <laughs> right, 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 right. um is it like y'all remember y'all remember white little. chicks when he's like you know what i'm saying when he's like yeah that's how i feel yeah <laughs> but, but what about y'all um it's been a task to say the least um just to piggyback what you said <laughs> um i've been single pretty much my whole life as well so valentine's day for me is just like another day i don't try to avoid it on social media or anything like if you're in a relationship you celebrate valentine's day that's cool but i've never really had like a boyfriend or whatever to celebrate valentine's day with which is fine Mm -hmm. and as far as like the dating market right now it's just really sad the market wow okay the dating world i mean literally yeah, you're right. If you know, you know, right? Like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that's what it seems like nowadays. But it's just hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so oh, many, sure. like, layers to me, like, being a Black woman, um, being a successful Black woman, being a mm-hmm. Christian. It's just hard. And I'm sure you guys yeah. can relate, right? Or yes. Sure. Yeah. 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 Did you want to I- say something to that, Crystal? <laughs> to sum it up. Um, dating has been a roller coaster. I mean, there's some downs. There's some ups as well. Um, when when you're, it's to a point for me, it's become exhausting, and I've like taken a break because mm-hmm. I'm like I just can't anymore. 
and I'm just I'm just gonna give it to God at this point because there's no other there's no other way. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. What about you, Sydney? Um. So typically, I have like a pattern. I think where I'll be like in a relationship and I'll be single for like a few years before I'm even interested in anybody again. Mm. Um, and then in the singleness, there's usually like phases of like, oh my god, I'm over this. And now I'm just like, oh, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm chilling. And then I'm like, okay, I need, like, twice a body. This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, um, I don't know. I think as the years go on, uh, I think for most of us, probably, we get a little pickier. And through those, you know, experiences we have, we realize more things that we can't tolerate, more things that are important. And that makes it, um, that narrows and narrows the options. <laughs> so it's been challenging. And like Corindy said, I think, there's already so many apps to people even being on the same page. And I think being successful as a woman is like a very don't talk about. Mm. <clears throat> well, let's talk about it then. How do you feel like it, it's affected dating for you guys? Like, have you come into situations where like you've met a man and then he realized how successful you are and he's like, oh, I'm gonna head out. And that could even be like that could be financially, emotionally. Yeah, I, I mean, I have. And it's not, of course, it's not spelled out like, oh, you're successful, like I'm head out. But, mm-hmm. um, I think you know how they say when you first meet people, everybody meets each other's representative, right? And everybody has their best foot forward. <laughs> and then, um, also think a lot of guys are like, you know, I'm not concerned about you know somebody being independent or whatever. That's cool, but I think it can be a little intimidating. And um, I've definitely had experience. Eventually, you know, maybe I'm able to do things they're not able to do or things like that. And it's just... Mm. What about you guys? Um, I'd say just like emotionally um, being available is important. Um, There have been instances where... um, I'm sensitive. I have a rough exterior, but I'm really sensitive. And when something as simple as communication (laughs) is lost for me, it affects me tremendously. And so if a guy can't do something as communicate that he won't be able to make it for um, us hanging out that day, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, I'm gonna like, chime, chime in on that. I'm gonna chime in on that. I'm gonna chime in on that. That's a whole nother conversation. Because, no, no, we're right here with it. We're right here with it. Right. Because they need to hear that. <laughs> I was recently talking to this man. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think that some men, um, I think they're so used to women being emotionally immature that they meet a woman who is emotionally mature and they are lazy. And they don't want to do the work that is required to be in a, a healthy relationship. So maybe in the beginning, they're like, oh, everything's going to be kind of easy. And then you meet a woman who's like, okay, when you say something that say you're going to do something, I want you to actually do it. Then they get uncomfortable. <clears throat> and I feel like 100%. that happens. Yeah. I feel like that, that happens more often than not. And what makes me angry, I'm going to try to <laughs> keep, it, keep it down here is um, when Christian men do these things. Do you guys feel the same way? Do you feel like you have a higher standard for Christian men? Yes. I mean, yes. if we're, 
okay, if I'm working on myself, all these trying to have better communication skills, um, be a better person, do this, do that. Why can't that be reciprocated for you? Mm-hmm. Why is it a one-way street? So, yeah, yes. Just, just adding in, when you added the Christian aspect, I think we focus a lot on submission and then we don't really talk about like uh, what it looks like to earn that from somebody. And so, yeah, I think for Christian men, because we typically know that for Christian men, they're going to expect submission. I definitely have a higher standard for what, you know, the energy I'm expecting you to come to the table with. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because at the end of the day, who are we submitting to and who are you submitting to? Because right. if you submit to social media, you submit to por- pornography, you submit it to yourself. I'm not submitting to you. Yeah. <laughs> For what? So you need yeah. to be a man that's worth submitting to, a man that should be submitted to Christ and the Bible, and then a woman should submit to you. So that's a really good um, point to make as well. Did you want to say something, Crystal? No, I agree with you know? everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. No, honestly, I think that's that's really important. Um Yes. Okay. So emotionally, you guys, you said financially already as well. Um, is there anything else that you guys, guys have noticed that has made um, dating hard, like as a black woman, as a woman in general? Because myself personally, before you answer that question, I honestly feel like dating as a black woman, like, I don't know if this is like completely true, but I feel like black men are kind of still trying to catch up to the curve as curve as well. Like, I don't know if I know are really good at communication, like as like, there's some like white men that that are more advanced, you know, like the, when you see white men, it's like, Oh, he's always willing to talk about their feelings and like do all these, these like foo foo stuff. But you don't really hear that when you talk about black men. Do you guys agree? Mm-hmm. I do. But I also think that comes with how they were raised. Like, you're not supposed to cry, um, man up, Mm -hmm. Um, you're too emotional. And so I think that plays a part into it, but it's up to them to want to change that for themselves, right? For sure, for sure. And then once that happens, then that can translate into dating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of, I I mean, I don't wanna like pinpoint black men, but I think a lot of black men like aren't going to therapy. They're not doing as much of the work because maybe they don't have like the mentorship or discipleship that other people may have. So I, I honestly know, like just thinking about the last guy I talked to, like a lot of people need to go to therapy before they enter into a dating relationship. I don't think people really take it as seriously as they should entering into it. No, I agree. So. I agree. Yeah. I've learned that, with dating like nonchalant men i can't i just i need someone to openly express their feelings and kind of like Randy said like there's so many men and i particularly because dated mostly black men um they you know they don't want to cry in front of you or they don't want to really be expressive they don't want to communicate they want to act like everything is okay it's like i'm here for you you just have to let me know like let, let me be there for you at least allow me to, to be there for you but I can't if you're not uh, you know communicating and telling me everything mm-hmm. yeah for sure I think um, you know like Randy was saying it goes back to how they were raised or how um, she said how they were raised but I think that really all of us were raised like that um, 
women, black women. And mm-hmm. so I think we end up in this cycle of like, who's going to let down their walls first or who's going to be mm-hmm. vulnerable first? Cause the women are kind of, you know, we can be a little tough and then the men are a little tough and then, you know, everybody's like, Hey, why don't you uh, soften up? And we're like, mm-hmm. why don't you? Right. You so, first. <laughs> so, you do have a point there. Touche. That's yeah, that's good. Yes. That's good. Yeah. But I think for the women, a lot of times, um, we end up taking that step first, probably partially by nature and partially because somebody got to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, at the very least, you know, it needs to be reciprocated. But, you know, that's that's something that you really have to work on on your own. You know, there's certain things that you can't get into a relationship and then expect your partner to pull out of you. You really got to do that, that work on your own. So, yeah. <clears throat> Good stuff. Good stuff. Man. All right, so uh, there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so is there anything else you guys can really think of that hindering you as a black woman? Like, is there anything in particular? Thing um, that I know I internally struggle with is um, should I date outside my race or not? <laughs> mm. I have um, dated outside my race before, but. Um, and even with that experiment, um, experience, um, <laughs> experiment. That... <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney's face, I was going to leave it. I saw Sydney's face. <laughs> but no, even with that uh, experience, that taught me a lot that mm. um, culture differences, they really, really matter. And you don't really realize until you're in it, like, oh, okay, like, like, um, kind of like Sydney was saying, like, we were all raised, you know, a certain way. And once you get with someone, you're like, oh, okay, so you believe this, and then I believe that this is different, and just kind of, uh, all being on the same page. But I know I really, really struggle with that because I know there's, I'll meet a guy and he's not, you know, a black man, but then I'm like, "Eh, you know, I don't know. I should or uh, so I know that's uh, been an uh, internal struggle that I deal with with dating should I you know date outside my race or not so yeah and I also think it like plays into it too like black women are not the highest on the totem pole for attractiveness across the border I think at the top is Asian women and then white women come after so hmm. I feel like that might play a part as well too you know like it's harder to find someone as well. And especially, you know, even if we're not attracted to outside of our race, like there are less black men than black women on this earth. Did you guys know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's already going to be hard. Yeah. And then you throw Christian on top of it and it's even harder. Everybody rolling their eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's hard out here. So this is why I really think like it has to be Jesus Christ that does this for us. And I'm not saying like, Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. I'm going to just sit at my house and never leave my house. And then he's going to come to my door with like a FedEx package and he's going to be the one. Right. But I really think like, like Crystal said, like we have to put it in the Lord's hands and it can't be something that's like so forefront because I feel like it'll get very discouraging at that point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just remember like Christ is going to have to be the one that does it eventually. But is there like any phrase like a person, a verse, a practice you guys have that helps you basically to like stay sane as a single person? 
You make se- uh, being single sound so depressing. Sane? <laughs> pretty sane. Well, for, for some people out here, I mean, I'm doing fine, but like, there's, I know there's people that are really struggling out here being single and they, it like hurts them really bad. So it's for the people, I'm talking to those people. So if you wanted to help someone that was listening, what do you think you would tell them or what do you think they need to hear? I have a phrase, and actually, this is like just something that I use for life in general. But I mean, yeah, I would see someone can use this as as far as dating as well. Um, but laugh to keep from crying. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's just sometimes you only have two choices: laugh or cry. So I think um, it with dating specifically, you'll meet someone, and you're like, oh man, this guy's awesome and it's just like everything is going great and then you know you maybe find out something or you just get disappointed so it can be very discouraging and you're like oh man like I'm never gonna get married I'm never gonna get in a relationship but um just you know learn from it move on um now you know next time when you uh try to date to really, really pray, ask God uh, to increase your discernment. It, I, I am a strong believer that God will reveal things to you um, mm-hmm. if you keep praying, if you stay in your Bible, and just live life. Like, don't it's it's okay if if you're single, it's okay. If your friends are getting married, they're having babies, it's okay. Just you know, just live life, find a hobby. You love on your family. Some people they don't they don't have family to love on. They don't have friends. Um, you know, it's in God's timing. We got to accept that our timing and God's timing is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we have to be okay with that. Yeah. So that's good. I think um I think a couple of things for me. For one, I think that uh, when I think back on like years prior when I would have thought like, oh, I'm ready to be married. Oh, I'm ready you know, for whatever. And then I look back, I'm like, I was not ready. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just kind of, I have an appreciation for the fact that like I'm growing every year. I'm getting better every year. I can only hope that whoever I find at the point that I find them will also be going through this growth. And ultimately by the time we get together, we'll have a better outcome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then the other thing I think is like Crystal said, like, don't wait to live your life for that. Find a community. Invest that same energy and effort into making friends and, you know, you know, connecting with other women or whatever that you can hang out with and experience and, you know, all of that. Don't wait for a relationship. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I agree. Live your life, but um, also put things into perspective. Um when you see yourself in the future, do you see yourself um, happy by yourself? And if you don't, maybe that's something to work on if ever in life, not saying that it will happen for sure, that you don't find somebody. You need to be content with where you're at with yourself. Yeah. So, that's um, good. yeah, so definitely um, work on yourself, but also put yourself out there in, in a sense, like live your life. Um, join Christian groups, you know, you never know. Um, You never know. (laughs) But yeah, just put things into perspective. Yeah, that's um, good. And you know, that that reminds me because I did an episode on, um, I 
think it was like how to be single or something like that a book i read um a little while back and he talked about how like we are single more of our life than we are in a relationship because everyone's going to be single at some point in their life because you enter into the earth like alone you know Mm -hmm. and then you get older and and either you're going to die first or your spouse will i know that's kind of morbid but one day you're going to be single again so you're going to have to like corinne saying like get to know who you are love yourself like Chris was saying, figure out some different hobbies that you want to do and joining community because this person should not be your everything. And if you are already, when you're single, making a relationship way more important, then you've, you've obviously got your priorities incorrect. So that's right. a really good point to bring up. So, and I know Corinna, you were saying like, oh, I'm making it sound like it's depressing. So how are you guys actually doing in singleness? Like, how are you feeling? How is it for you just being single? I'm great. I'm serious. <laughs> but I think it's because no, I think it's because I've been pretty much been single my whole life. So at this point, yeah. I'm super single. <laughs> you graduated. Yeah, you're super single. It's gonna take a lot, a lot for me to um, find somebody that I'm actually interested in mm. and work on a relationship with because I'm so happy being by myself. Mm. So. I'm gonna be yeah. honest and let <laughs> let everyone know. We need honesty. I have my days. <laughs> I have my days where I'm lonely and I'm like, gosh, everyone is just you know like all booed up and in love. Um, but then I have some days I'm very appreciative. Like I wake up and I'm like, you know, I just want to be ugly in my bonnet and my robe (laughs) all day and just relax and watch netflix and (laughs) and you know if i just want to take a nap and then just eat cereal and like i don't have to you know like it's just so like chill and relax i think being single you can be very last minute you can be spontaneous when Mm -hmm. you're single i want to do this i want to you know take a weekend trip or take a day trip here um and so I, I like that aspect of it, but I do I, I do kind of go back and forth because I'm a very emotional, affectionate person and I want to mm-hmm. share that sometimes. But like I said earlier, you know, sometimes it's just loving on your family, loving on your mom, of course, is not the same thing, but at least you do get that love from someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I hate it here. (laughs) That's enough. I see what I needed to see. (laughs) But I'm also like, you know, uh, that's one category of my life. So overall, I'm still happy. I'm still living my life. I'm still, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still good. But if you ask me about specifically how I feel about that category, no. (laughs) Where is he? (laughs) Um, but I think that's the thing that everyone's been kind of basically saying like um, prioritizing and realizing like understand the big picture like this is not your whole life like there's so much more to be grateful for and I think if you only focus on lack in your life then you're going to be miserable you're always going to be miserable so just kind of backing up and realizing like you know what I have community Um, I have Jesus Christ yeah Jesus Christ um and I think in this time like I don't know like as as I've kind of decided like I'm really not trying to date right now because these men I I just think the time frame I don't know what's going on with this batch (laughs) it's not for me um but 
just like spending time with the Lord every day. I, I have like a two-year Bible plan. Like I'm excited when I get up in the morning to spend time with Jesus. And I'm okay with that being my one thing right now. And that's okay. So for sure, like Crystal's saying, like some days I'm like, dang, it's cold in here. Where's a man? <laughs> <laughs> that part. Or like I, wanna, I want to be someone to be affectionate towards me or blah. Obviously, you're going to have days like that. But I just wanted this to be like an encouragement for people. Like you don't have to be uh, a hermit or only find love and affection from a man. Like you can find it in friendship. You can find it in family. Um, you can find fulfillment in hobbies and different things like that. Like it doesn't always have to be in a romantic relationship. So that, that is for all the single women who are mourning <laughs> on February 14th. <laughs> Um, and for those who are just chilling, good for y'all. And just keep the course and remember Jesus Christ is all you need. So is there anything else you guys know? Oh, actually, one, one more thing before we go. Um, what would you guys say are like three must-haves in a man? Like that you can't, that have to be present or else you're like, I got to go. And is being a Christian is not one. Applied? No, no, because okay. I know that's the, that's the easy way out. Okay. Is what? Christianity is not. Christianity is is applied is implied, so you cannot make okay. that one of three. Okay. Somebody yeah. can go first. I'm still thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Oh, she's ready. Go ahead. I think. Well, okay. Number one for me is humility. Mm. That is like, you know, arrogance, or you know, you can't be um, told anything or taught anything is like mm-hmm. biggest turn off for me in women, men, just people in general. Yeah. You gotta be humble. Um the other thing, which is one of those things that I've learned through years or through my dating experience, is that like life skills are really important. And that's something you don't really pay attention to when you're um if there's a little distance. Wait, so tell the people them. what you mean by that. What's, what's, what's an example of that? Life skills? Yeah. Life skills is like um, cleaning up after yourself, mm-hmm. paying bills, managing mm-hmm. your money, mm-hmm. advancing your career, um, coordinating and planning in general. I think that's something that we've largely, somewhere in the media, we've gotten the um, idea that that's something the women all have to handle. Like the women have to make sure the kids get the toys for the birthday party and then they make the doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. And these are like basic adult life skills. Um, not that I have a problem doing them, but two people, you know, if you got two adults, then oh. everybody should be capable. Yeah. That's um, good. And I've, I've found, you know, through my experience, I've dated people who didn't have those skills and I get burnt out quickly because it's mm. like having a child. So that's, that's really important. And then the last thing I would say is just, like, outlook on life. Like, I'm very positive. I want to take advantage of every opportunity, experience, do new things, travel, you know, be creative. So I want to be with somebody that sees things <laughs> that way as well. Good stuff. Who wants to go next? Um, I'll go next. Uh, I think the first thing that comes into mind is ambition. Um, and like, I think like Sydney said, like you don't really realize that until you start to date, like you kind of like, oh, you know, everyone is ambitious, right? And they want to move and progress 
you know, working at McDonald's is fine, you know, but you you want to you want to kind of you want to be the manager at some point. point. Yeah, you want right. to go from mopping the floor to the fries and managing, you know, beyond, you know, that. So um, I know with me, I, that really, really bothers me. So I need someone that's ambitious, that wants to grow more, that wants to do more, you know, not you know, live paycheck to paycheck and be comfortable with that. Um, and then the second thing is emotional intelligence. Very, very important um, that I find that in a, a partner, you know, how they're dealing with their emotions, how they're communicating their emotions to me. Um, and I, like you said earlier, Sonata therapy, that plays a, a huge role in that. So them just being open to that as well, being open to therapy and trying to get to a point where they can um, effectively communicate um, their emotional intelligence and, and know that for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm struggling with the third one. I was trying to think more. Um, if you can only think of two, that's fine. But I think what, what kind of like what I was saying to uh, being, being affectionate. I don't want to ever feel like I'm bothering my partner because I need some love or cuddles or mm. you know like I've dealt with guys before that like make makes me feel like I'm being like overly needy mm. and like I'm bothering them when just in reality that's how I am as a person I'm you know I want to hear you know words of you know affirmation, affirmation and you know, I need to hear, you know, you look good today, or I miss you, or, you know, that. So the fact that if I'm, like, telling you that and you're still not giving me that, it, like, bothers me, too. So mm -hmm. that's the three things I found is the most important um, through dating. Okay. What about you, Karindi? Um, So number one for me is being emotionally available. Um, something as simple as if I'm asking you, what's wrong and there's something wrong and you're not telling me then that just shows you're not you're not present mm -hmm. um and then being family oriented um i'm really close with my family and so i need somebody who's going to be able to be around my family like being around my family and be able to interact with my family um and the third one is the life skills you're not about to have me up in here cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids. Nope. Scheduling, it's a two-way street. Right. <laughs> it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. And we yeah. both have to do it collectively. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, there's no just you babysitting your kids. They're your kids, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I wanted to include this is because I want women to know that they do not have to settle for less than what you guys have just said. We should be able to get everything that everybody just said. 100%. And we don't have to settle, especially because we're in Christ. You know what I'm saying? If we were out in the world, settle. Right. Go ahead and settle. Because <laughs> it might not be for you. But when I'm in Christ and I'm a child of God, why would I do that? Yeah. And settle for, for, for less than love. I won't do it. I agree. So um, I'll just tell y'all mine quickly. Um, but it's kind of like a comp compilation of everything you guys said. So my first one is a man of his word. I do not like people who be lying. Okay. Mm -hmm. And like Randy said earlier, if you say we're going to do this thing on Thursday, 
and I'm trusting you to be a man of your word, and I'm not hitting you up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because I'm trusting you, and then Thursday comes around, you say, huh, it's your birthday. We're, we're fighting now. <laughs> it's me and you. <laughs> so I think being a man of your word is important. And that's just, just a woman of your word as well in general, just being a person who actually keeps your word when you say something. Um, like Crystal said, being affectionate, that's really important to me. I like being hugged, you know, and I, there's no way I'm going to be in a relationship with a man who can't tell me why he likes me. It just doesn't make sense. And I feel like that's very immature. Mm -hmm. So not even just being like physically affectionate, but just like being able to say like what you like about me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that kind of leads into my next one being an articulate person who can communicate. So that's kind of emotional as well. Just like being able to communicate your thoughts because I think a lot of men kind of, they hit a wall and they're like, they'll hit you with an I guess or a sure. Instead of just saying like, right now that really hurt my feelings, what you said to me. And that's why I don't really want to talk to you. So those are mine. And once again, we are not, we do not have to settle, especially in Christ. So that is that. And I think we're good. I think we're good on that. We're good. So thank you guys for coming on the pod. You're welcome. What are you guys doing for, for Valentine's Day? What are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Yeah. Working. Where are you taking me? Y'all, I might as well have been her boyfriend these last couple of years. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dead. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not really doing anything, I don't think. Oh. I don't have okay. anything to do. What about you, Sydney? What are you doing? Right. Working. My job. <laughs> Crystal, anything? You hang out with your mom? It's like Monday, right? So yeah, just working. Okay, working. Yeah. So you know what? What's one thing we can all do for self care that day? Let's think for a second. What can you do for self care? Or just to love you? Uh, relaxing. What about that day? <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say, Crystal? A relaxing bubble bath, candlelit bubble nice. bath. Yeah, that's not. Oh, candlelit. Yeah, oh, she's fancy. <laughs> well, what are you doing then, Sydney? Since you since you do it every day. Um, maybe like cook a nice meal. Okay, that's nice. Corindy. Um, just a regular old day. Maybe I'll watch a movie. Okay. Um, cool. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's literally yeah. what you want to do because it's your yeah. life to live. You know. I just wanted to hear for the for the people, and I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna paint my nails. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. Cool. I'm gonna paint my nails. <laughs> so that's that. All right, guys. Well, once again, thank you for coming on the podcast. It was a pleasure. Um. So as you guys know, you can follow the parallel parallel pod on Instagram. Um. You can join Patreon with the description, the link in the description. And just remember to always speak the truth in love and remember to kiss the sun today. Bye.